Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Listen for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr live. LCA, Sunday, March 10th. Tickets on sale, Ticketmaster.com or LiveNation.com. We're giving away tickets today, courtesy of Live Nation. Mel Kuyper Mach 2.0 is out. John, I want to just hit some highlights and then get into the lion's meat of the topic here because there are some considerations for Brad Holmes as we count down the days to the draft. Mel has Caleb Williams going first overall. Mm -hmm. Now, Caleb is not going to participate really at the combine at all, but the belief is he will be number one overall. Jaden Daniels goes two to Washington. Drake May goes number three to New England. Run on quarterbacks. Marvin Harrison goes four to the Cardinals. And then, you know, the draft unravels from there. The draft seems to begin at four. Yep. And and most people believe that's going to be Marvin Harrison. So it really begins at five. No other QBs in the top 10. J.J. McCarthy goes 12th to the Denver Broncos. Okay. Okay. Uh, some other notes as we climb to the Lions pick. You have Cooper DeGene, 19th to the Rams. Nate Wiggins, 20th to the Steelers. So back-to-back corners right around picks 19 and 20. We'll get back to that in a second. The Lions themselves select a corner in Mel's mock. It's TJ Tampa, corner out of Iowa State, and I'm not going to BS anybody. I don't know enough about him. I'll tell you what Mel says. He's a corner who might be going under the radar. He can start day one, 900 coverage snaps for the Cyclones, saw every route. After giving up four touchdowns as the nearest defender in 2021, he only allowed three the next two seasons. Massive improvement, could be productive in the NFL. The Lions need help in the secondary. So that's the Mel mock as it stands. The question that we want to explain is what if they decide to trade up? Let's get mm-hmm. to some names. What if Brad Holmes says, I don't want to wait around for my guy. I don't want to wait for this TJ Tampa who may or may not be a real person. I want to go get one of the bigger names, yeah. the better players, BPA, best player available. I want to have an, a, a shot to take those guys. John, I want to present to you four players if the Lions move up, and in this scenario, they move up from 29 to 20. Okay. They give and up their, their 73rd overall pick, the extra third from Minnesota, to move up nine picks. Is it worth it for these four guys? The first, 
Big day yesterday at the Combine. Chop Robinson. Mm. Penn State pass rusher ran a 4-4-40 and his 10-yard split was more explosive than Micah Parsons. So when you watch Chop Robinson, watching film on him, I knew that he would be a problem for Michigan's offensive line, Michigan's tackle. He was such a problem that Michigan decided <laughs> the ultimate respect. You know what? Hey, we're just we're not going to drop back and throw. We are not going to put our tackles in a position to try and block you one on one. We're not going to send a tight end or a running back or a receiver. We're not going to use formation or personnel. We're just not going to throw the ball anytime after about eight minutes into the second quarter. So when I in early on in that game, and here's where I knew it was going to be a big problem. His ability to get off the ball, and this is where Brad Holmes talks about, hey, are things that happen at the combine, numbers that happen at the combine, is it confirmation of what you saw on film? This is absolutely confirmation when you talk about the number, that 10-yard explosion being better than Micah Parsons. He was in Michigan's backfield before Michigan's offensive tackles had gotten out of their stance, and that was a two-point stance. All they had to do was take a step. And and it's and I'm I'm not taking a shot at Michigan's offensive line. It kind of sounds like I am. This is out of due respect for Chop Robinson and his ability. He was doing this to offensive lines all season long. Now he missed some time because he's because he got his bell rung. Now it's I'm not looking at that as people say. Well, he missed some time. Was there an injury issue? No, it was he got dinged. I think it was actually in the Ohio State game. And uh, he came back for a couple of reps right before Michigan played Penn State. And then against Michigan, it was on full display. That speed, that explosion. Would I trade up to get Chop Robinson? I don't know that I would trade up to 20 to get him. If he's available at 25 and I can give up my second third round pick instead of 73 what is it 92 i believe it 91 is 91 or 92 something like yeah. that 93 maybe i'll give up 92 okay to go up to 25 so he's a guy that if Brad I would trade to, up for just not that high because again part of this exercise you can wait around to 29 and hope the guy's there or you have an yeah. extra third you can go get the guy okay maybe chop is enticing what about Kool-Aid McKinstry, in addition to having a great name that would fit here in Detroit, he plays corner. Corner's a clear position that's been mocked, right? These are need-based mocks to the Lions. What do you think of the Alabama corner? I think he's very good. Um, I don't think he was the best one, um, however, on Alabama's team. Uh, Tyrion Arnold, I think, was a better player, had a better season. I think he provides a little bit, some, uh, something more, plus he's it's about a half a year younger. He's um, gone at 15 in this. Right. And so, yeah, is Terry on Arnold a guy that I would go up for? Probably, but I don't think he'll be there at 20. Kool-Aid McKinstry? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not making that jump for Kool-Aid. I think he may actually be available at 29, and if you want to take him at that point, eh, okay. Okay. But um, my point would be if he loves him, if he goes, oh, he's got the pedigree, five-star, he, he has the, the build to be an elite man corner in, in yep. the NFL, then maybe you don't wait around until 29. Another corner to consider, Cooper DeGene. Absolutely. He goes 19 in this mock. Again, you can get to about 19 or 20 if you give up the extra third. You like him? Go get him. Go get him. Trade that 73rd pick. Throw in a 7th round pick just as a, 
a little bit something, a little extra incentive. I know you're overpaying at that point. At least the trade value chart says you're overpaying at that point. Um, this is a guy that has a nose for the football, and when he gets the ball in his hands, can take it to the house. He would provide Aaron Glenn and this defense a, a, a cover corner, which would, would take the pressure off of Cam Sutton, but he is also a guy that can be used in a number of different ways, creative ways, like a Brian Branch. You put Branch and you put Cooper DeGene in the, in the same secondary along with everybody else that they have and can use in different ways. Melifonwu, I like the fact that he has mm-hmm. flexibility to be used in a number of different ways. Then all of a sudden, yeah, this, this adds much more to the defense. I would absolutely make that trade. Jackson Powers Johnson, the center, can play guard, the anchor of the Oregon offensive line last season. If you get him, one less uh, question mark long-term yeah. up front. Would you trade up to secure, not wait around the 29, secure Jackson Powers Johnson? No. Um, and would I, so when I trade up for Chop Robinson at like 25, 24, sure, because I think anybody else that you're going to get at 29 isn't, the, the, isn't even close to the same quality. Same thing with Cooper DeGene. I think Kool-Aid McKinstry, yeah, you can, you know, rake straw. There's some other guys that you can get at 29 that will be just as good, maybe even a little bit better than than Kool-Aid. Um, but I don't think that there's anybody you're going to get that is going to be the same as Chop Robinson or the same as Cooper DeGene. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go up for Powers Johnson because I think you can get Frazier out of West Virginia for at 29, you may actually be able to trade out of the first into the top of the second and g- gain a little bit more draft capital for Brad Holmes and still get Zach Frazier. Those four names, Kool-Aid McKinstreet, Cooper DeGene, Chop Robinson, Jackson Powers Johnson. Names, you guys have heard of them. We didn't pull some TJ Tampa out of Iowa technical school of whatever. These are names that are being mocked in the first round. If you're a GM with a good eye for talent, and we believe Brad Holmes is, do you wait around the 29 or do you go up and get your guy? We've seen him trade up. 248-539-9797. Lions fans, do you want to see a trade up in the draft to secure a player for Brad Holmes? It's 97-1. Hey, are you looking for ways to level up your fitness? Well, the YMCA is always welcoming new members with no contract and no joiner fees. I'm loving the YMCA family membership. It's got access to indoor pools, Les Mills Group Fitness, hundreds of machines, all with free child watch while you work out. And it's all for less than $3 a day. And if you join today, you get 50% off your first month. And a new membership covers nationwide access to thousands of locations with seven locations in Metro Detroit. Learn more at ymcadetroit.org and find what moves you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I want to know if anybody's going to fess up at 735. Good morning, 97.1. Happy Friday. We made it to the end of the week. Congratulations. John, we just talked about a possibility for the Lions, and we're going to talk about a lot of possibilities between now and the end of April. But this one was off the heels of Mel Kuyper's Mach 2.0. The Lions are picking 29. And it's not uh, deciding between, what did Holmes say, Turks and Caicos and uh, insert other tropical destination here. He does relish picking later. But wouldn't you rather go to Turks and Caicos or insert tropical vacation here? He has an extra third. What if the Lions trade up as he has done before? He gets excited about a player and he trades up to get him. We threw out four names. Do any of these names excite you? Chop Robinson. Big day. Yesterday at the Combine, the burst and explosiveness on tape was there on display at the Combine. We're talking as explosive as Micah Parsons. Jackson Powers Johnson, many people like him as a versatile offensive line, secure the foundation for the future. He might not be there at 29. Cooper DeGene, Kool-Aid McKinstry, throw in the Wiggins kid from Clemson. The corner of choice, rather than waiting at 29 and getting the fourth or fifth corner in the draft, do you move up to 19 or 20 and cut in line and go get your guy? 248-539-9797. There is a name we didn't mention, but the, it came up on the ticket text. Cooper Beebe. Says Valenti brought him up the other day. I think he was in my Honolulu blueprint too. Yeah. The Kansas State tackle who has moved to guard. Got an attitude that feels very Lion-esque. What do you think of him? Um, I, I, yes, I, I, but I'm not trading up for him. That's not the, the right. what we're talk, talking about here is... Is there anybody in this draft that you would trade up for? Would I want him at 29? Yeah. You know, I just don't think that you have to take him at 29. I don't either. Uh, I think he may be available. He might be available. Um, you know, in the in in with your second round pick at 61. That's where a lot of, and this is where we get into problems, but that's where a lot of mocks have him is second and third round. And we we learned last year and we learn every year that it's Group thinking, not necessarily gospel, but but he doesn't feel like a guy that you have to first of all trade up for or um, rush to the podium to take right. at twenty nine. And, and so if you, here's where I I see the scenario working out for for Brad Holmes and and for the Lions. If that is the next best available, and the Lions are looking at it going at sixty one, not only is this the next best available on our draft board. But he fits what we need. That's where it hits the trigger. All right, we're at 61. 
We think he'll be there at 61. And if somebody you think is going to take him at 57, at 56, then you find a way to move up and take him at 50 or 49 or what insert yes. number ahead of the team that you think is going to take him so that you don't miss because he is he fits everything a need plus he's the next best available you don't want to miss out on it that's when you trade up you don't trade into the first round to get him what about Darius Robinson local kid Missouri pass rusher really more than just a pass rusher he's played yeah. all along the defensive line this person says I'd move up all the way to 15 if I had to to get him that's Tom in a truck no I mean honestly the Okay, if you're talking about moving up, if if you're if you're if you want to, you're going to have to give up more than just the number seventy three pick. But if you want to get up to get Jared Verse, that's a guy. But you're going to have to get up to somewhere 10, 11, 12, maybe even ahead of that. Other other than that, no, I'm not I'm not going up to get him at that point because I think there are other guys available. And and if if he goes, hey, maybe that's a guy that bumps Chop Robinson down a little bit. It is a good lesson. So another one says, go get sweat. I assume they mean Devondre Sweat, this six the three hundred and sixty pound interior lineman from Texas. Go up and get him. Doesn't seem like you need to at this point, but no one thought you needed to move up. Like, nobody thought Jameer Gibbs was going to go as high as he did. Right. So it's just a cautionary tale. Like, if you have a guy that you love, or more specifically, if Brad Holmes has a guy that he loves, he can move up about eight, nine spots with the extra third that they're sitting on. You could, uh, another guy that, depending on the medicals, Latou out of UCLA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably the purest pass rusher in this draft. And, and, it's hard to get around the production of a Jared Verse, but Latou is a guy that and you watch him yesterday that is very fluid in all of the drills. He's very fluid, looks like a tremendous athlete on the field. But when I say the medicals, he medically retired at one point and came out of retirement because he was able to get a doctor to, you know, diagnose something different or get some treatment. I don't even know really what it was, but it was a neck issue that he originally medically retired for. And that obviously is a huge red flag. And you just got to do your due diligence. You got to do your, your background checks. You got to talk to the doctors. You got to have your own doctors, uh, you know, check them out. And that's part of the value of the combine. Two, four, eight, five, three, nine, 97, 97. The conversation's not ending today. It's going to be a discussion moving up, moving back, navigating the draft for Brad Holmes. We got Heather with the news. Okay, guys, let's talk about Tom Brady. He's like aging in reverse. He's like a real life Benjamin Button. Sort of. I mean, not his looks per se, but yeah. but his physicality. Because listen to this. He just re-ran a 40-yard dash. And at 46 years old, he's faster than he was at 22. Well, that's because he set the bar so low. <laughs> So, 24 years ago, at the 2000 Combine, Brady ran the 40-yard dash at 5.28 seconds. Now, he ran, and he was clocked at as fast as 5.12 seconds. Good for him. John, could you run the 40 faster today than when you were leaving Michigan? Um, I probably could, simply because I'm... Lighter? 60 pounds lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's about the same weight. Obviously, his body Mm -hmm. has changed. Um, Just one little caveat. What's that? You sound so disappointed. I do. Yeah, like like what are you gonna say? Um, 
when he was at the combine, that was an electric timer. When he was doing it just these past couple of days, it was a hand timer. Uh, and the electric timer typically is... More accurate? It's more, Well, it's more accurate, sure. But it's also, it, it, it'll give you a slower time. Oh. So if he had done an electric oh. time, this one... Are you one, accusing and, a Michigan Wolverine of cheating right now? <laughs> no, not cheating, because it, it wasn't like he claimed it was electric. Okay. You could see it was hand timer. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, it's all just, right. That's... that's one caveat. Okay. Well, speaking of the 40-yard dash, NFL prospect Tyler Owens says that he expects to run somewhere in the 4.2-second range. But that's not what's getting him attention right now. It's not those comments. It's the other interesting comments that he made during his media availability at the Combine. So this is during his time he was up there at the mic, and he claimed that he doesn't believe in space and also other planets, and he thinks that flat earthers do have a valid point. So one of his quotes was, quote, I don't believe in space. And then he went on to say, quote, I'm real religious, so I think we're all alone right now. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. Hmm. Really? John, what's, what's the moon? Is that just a projection? Explain it's it. All, or the stars when you look fake. up in the sky? I mean, it's not real. maybe, it's maybe like, he's just from a big city and there's a lot of light pollution. Doesn't what's see. The Truman Show. We're just in a, a <laughs> oh, fake we're in a bubble. bubble. A bubble. Bubble. It's all a simulation. John, I always love the things that come out of the combine. You got to explain this to me because I would think as a defender, one of the key components to playing defense is understanding space. Yes. Undraftable. Take him <laughs> off your board. He doesn't understand space. He's going to get all lost with tight ends and, and running backs out of the backfield. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a great response to this other than. Just you know, when you you sometimes you give advice to guys that are going to the combine because I've been through it before, and I, and I one of the things I tell them is just don't don't be stupid, like well, don't don't say something stupid. This is dumb. The flat I earther thing. The, the flat earther thing. The people just want to be seen as like quote free thinkers. Like that's why they say this. Like you don't actually don't believe know. this. Like, there's but, no way to actually. Come on. I don't know if, if or, or if they're just trying to have a sense of humor. Like, there was a tight end, and I have this one in front of me. I think this one is hilarious. It's a quote from a tight end in the draft. His name is Tip Ryman. It's from uh, from Illinois. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? And Because he says, the theorizing that birds are real. He's giving you the, the fact that, that, that birds aren't real. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? How do you know that power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? <laughs> what? What are we what? doing? What are right? we doing? So what that to me doing? is just, uh, it's just, hey, he's hes just being funny or, but it's stupid at the same time. Or does he have a Saying loose? that you don't, you don't believe in planets or space. Or pigeons. Or, well, yeah, but the, I, I, I don't necessarily, <laughs> I didn't take it as he doesn't believe actually in pigeons, you know, because yeah, you can shoot one and they're not electric. Bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Um, Hey, get this. A woman who was missing for seven years has been found and reunited with her family after she was discovered being held against her will at a motel in Metro Detroit. So detectives got this tip on Monday from a woman who said that her stepdaughter, who had been missing since 2017, had contacted her. The victim said she was being held against her will and she was an inkster at this motel. While detectives showed up, they could hear a girl screaming and crying in the motel room. And thankfully, she was rescued. She was taken to Beaumont. Um, They did also see some other things from that room. Um, Drugs, a gun, things like that. Officials do say they have a suspect that's been identified, but it's not clear yet if there has been any arrests made or not. Finally, Detroit's 
is filled with awful drivers, what? according to a new study. Nuh-uh. So Forbes advisor recently determined the cities with the worst drivers. And you guys, Detroit ranked number three. We are almost the worst. So basically, they looked at the five a five-year average using data from 2017 to 2021, and they looked at five key things. Fatal car accidents, the number of those, the number of fatal accidents involving drunk drivers, involving distracted drivers, speeding, and then also the number of people that were killed in those fatal crashes, and we're right up there at the top. Um, the only cities that beat us were Albuquerque and Memphis. Albuquerque. Hmm. Do you feel like we're bad drivers? No. We? We or? We, yeah. Or I mean, are we, we? Uh, yeah, we the, uh, the, the three of us in this room, or we as a city state? Yeah. We're going to talk about it next. <laughs> Heather with the news 971. This morning, we'll be joined by Red Wing head coach Derek Lalonde, 850. A little over an hour. In Heather's news, we're some bad drivers, huh? Yeah, lots of them. Mm. Do you agree with that? Do you believe that? I disagree. Um, just because here's my experience. Call me jaded. Call me what you will. Oh, they will. Trust but me. I've seen the ticket text. Every time... I am offended by a driver, and it's almost 100%. I, in fact, it's so high of a percentage, I've almost started to keep a tally because I want to be able to prove that it's right. It's sometimes when, when somebody cuts me off or they're driving slow in front of me or they you know, turn right from a, a middle lane, like they're, they're trying to make mm-hmm. sure that they don't miss their turn or anything that happens, and I'm like, that's a bad driver. I look at the license plate, and it's almost 100% Ohio. Almost 100%. Never a Michigan plate. I said almost. Occasionally, it will be a Michigan plate. I have seen it has happened where it's been a couple of Illinois. It's never been an Indiana. Illinois seems to stand out, but Ohio, more than anyone else, to me, and I've driven in that state as well, they have horrific drivers. It's like they take their tractor. It's like they're driving their tractor on the road (laughs) and they forget that they're not on their tractor anymore. Just another thing we want to turn into a Michigan, Ohio rivalry. I would be curious if people would admit that they are a bad driver, or I know we have a lot of people who drive for a living that may go into different States. Do you agree that Michigan and Metro Detroit drivers are some of the worst in the country? 248-539-9797. 248-539-9797. And I admit, I am not a good judge of this because I am told I am a bad driver. Really? I By who? People who are in the car with me. Oh, that would well, mostly I'll, be your wife. Mostly her, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, but I, I pass in the right lane. I flirt with the speed limit up to about the 10 miles grace that you get. But that's how I think everybody drives here. I don't think So I, the I think I'm like immune to it. Like I, I don't recognize it. I'm numb to it. I don't think the individual sitting next to you on a regular basis can be the one that would judge you on whether you're a good driver or not. Because if I don't hit the gas, it stopped at a stoplight. If I don't hit the gas instantly, light's red. 
Light's what green. What are you doing? What are you doing? Paying attention. Light's green. Mine is more. What? With Colin, I'm holding on to the yeah. handrail. Oh, and I'm you like, don't do that, do you? Oh, yes. Because oh, oh, no. he waits to the last minute to stop. So I'm always yeah. terrified well, that's what ca- that we're going to barrel into the car in front of us. Well, that's what she says. She's like, it's two stop start. You always wait to the last <laughs> minute. You're passing in the right lane. So I may be the wrong judge of this, but you guys fill in the blanks here. You heard the story in the news. It's what Albuquerque and one other city are the only ones that have worse drivers. And I'd like to tell you, John, that it says, despite what you may believe, Columbus, Ohio ranked far below Detroit at number 33. They're always the below us. <laughs> always. This isn't Far one of the, below us. This isn't one of those where you want to be good at it. Okay. I can't really say because I haven't driven in a lot of other states before to really compare But we've had a lot of road rage incidents. You guys know this. Over the past month, they've really, really increased. Something's going on with our drivers. Let's get to people. Kevin Farmington, lead us off. You're on 97.1. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. I first noticed it when we lived in Florida with the snowbirds. But I'm telling you, it's Canadian drivers. and I'm sorry to our brothers and sisters up north. But every time I'm at a stoplight and it takes far too long, every time I can't figure out someone's not going right, Every single time I'm like, why is this person in the left lane? It's like Ontario or Quebec or something like that. Well, that's because uh, they're just happy to be here. They're just happy to be alive. They're not in any hurry, and they're they're having a hard time con- with the conversion. <laughs> kilometers, <laughs> the kilometers to, to miles per hour, yeah. <laughs> they're counting their loons. That makes sense. That's like, right. That's right. That. Yeah, but at least they're polite, right? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. 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 Yeah, I'll get over. Sorry. <laughs> yes, they're not anywhere. They're not going anywhere in a hurry. Oh, boy, we got pushback in Toledo, Ohio from Keith. What's up, Keith? Hey, good morning, guys. Go Blue. Go Blue. Here we go. We're starting off on the uh, right foot. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys finally. Um, I used to work in the Detroit metropolitan area for the last 24 years up until last summer uh, from Toledo my whole life. I have to say it's, it's a known fact. Sorry, John. Mid, uh, Michigan drivers are the worst. Driven through Chicago, they're very aggressive as well, but is definitely the most aggressive drivers you will find in the Midwestern area. Well, aggressive does not mean bad. Uh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a gray area right there. I have to, <laughs> have to respectfully disagree with you on that one. But I've never seen people reverse up on ramps before because of a traffic jam. You don't see that down here in Ohio. You just see that in the Detroit area. Well, hey, now we are problem solvers. That's where That's you're going with this. We're problem solvers. We're not just going to sit there in traffic and just, uh, you know. I think we're more creative drivers. We are very creative. And we put the yes. world on wheels. Have We've been you doing done this the, more have, than anybody have, else. Have you done the, the reverse up the, the on-ramp before? On a highway? No. Are Have you, you turned around <laughs> in the in the middle of a highway? No. What do you mean, like like, like the, using where, the... where it says where it says yeah, unauthorized vehicles yes. or authorized vehicles only, but I in, have. A, in a pinch, yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's not, don't, don't it's not like a regular. That. Like if I miss the exit, most of the time I just get off and do it the long sure, way. But, but 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 to the example that I think it was was it Keith? Uh, yeah, from Keith, Toledo. From Toledo. Yeah. Uh, if you are, this is why I use whether it's Waze or Apple Maps. IMAPS, whatever it is, that's why I use, I like to get the traffic updates on my phone. So I know if I, if there's traffic, I can divert, but if I'm not, if I make a mistake and I don't use it or, you know, or it's wrong and all of a sudden you go past an exit and then it's, it's a parking lot. 
and you but there's no way to turn around in the center. They got the cement barrier in the middle. Yep. Why not just reverse up the on ramp? Other people will do it. Heather's no. shaking her head. No, you don't do that. I've never seen anyone do that. I've oh, seen people you do have? it. You oh, have? Yeah. And normally you're yelling, people are yelling at them, which is the, the, they road, rage, the road rage that's been in your news every every day this week. These might be going hand in hand. It's not a coincidence, right, that we get worst drivers road rage every day. So we ask you guys, you're driving around. Do you see this? Are we the worst drivers? 248-539-9797. And I am getting killed on the ticket text. 80 and a 70? Five is the grace, Jim. You don't get to go 10 over. I feel like 10 over is like the standard. Okay, on my way here in the morning, on Telegraph, it's 50 miles per hour, right? I'll go, I usually set my cruise control at 59, and people are flying by me. They're going at least 65. They're flying by me. People are crazy. I mean, 696 feels like the Autobahn some days. I mean, it is like a flow of traffic. You're going with everybody. Another person says, Cookies, you are a bad driver. Passing in the right lane is a jackass move. Yeah, it's kind of a jackass move. I do it not even like involuntarily. It's just, oh, I want to get around this person. This is where the opening is. Preferably on the left, but just casually I'll pass on the right, which apparently you're not supposed to do. Well, it's you're not supposed to. You can. You can. And, and, but but it's it's the it's the individual that is in the left lane that is the wrong. If you if you're not Passing someone, actively passing someone. I don't care how fast you're going or slow. You get over. Oh, I get yelled at for that too. Like, hey, if you're, you hang out in the left lane going slow. You're bad. Oh, that's the worst. Time for a break. All right, (laughs) ninety-seven-one. We want to hear your phone calls. It's all coming up. Ninety-seven-one. Let's talk about the D Las Vegas. You dive into the best pool in history. Submerge me underneath the water right now. Stadium Swim located at Circa Resort and Casino where you can catch the biggest games and the viewing experience that's built for sports fans. Chill in one of the six pools on the three different levels. A perfect view of that massive 40-foot tall high-definition screen. It's Stadium Swim. It's America's favorite place to watch football or coming up this month now, the college basketball tournament. Stadium Swim. Swim up bars, Insta-ready selfie walls, and the non-stop party. Score your perfect game day spot with the cozy day beds. They've got the private cabanas. Now we're talking. Or grab a lounge spot at the center of the action. Reserve your place today. It's 365 days of sports poolside located at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. It's Stadium Swim. All sports, all seasons. Book your spot today. CircaLasVegas.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Heather, what did you just say? I said, I think everybody thinks that they are a good driver, right? Everyone thinks that they're good. Right. I think there are some people that know they're not good drivers. They just, and and, and I think they're, they are willing to admit it. They know they're not the best drivers. But what, what would qualify somebody to make them say that they're a bad driver? Like, do they get in a lot of accidents? Do they get a lot of speeding tickets? I think there, there are some, some, some events that can happen that would prove to you that you're a bad driver. Detroit, third worst drivers 
in the country, according to a study. We've had a lot of road rage in the news lately. Mm-hmm. So we've asked you, will you be self-aware to admit bad driver? Or do you think this is a bunch of nonsense? We put the world on wheels. We know what we're doing. We're creative in the way we drive. 248-539-9797. You said speeding tickets. Yeah. Have you had any? I have three. Is that a lot? Um, three? I don't How old are you? I'm 31. 31? Three? So I've been driving since 16. Years? How oh, recent was your last speeding ticket? Not in the last year. Oh, pretty recent, though. Okay. I don't think in the last two years. <laughs> I was years. expecting, like, oh, it's been I, 10 I, years. I, I, I don't know that Jimmy's uh, Since the pandemic? Yet. Maybe one since the pandemic. I don't think Ooh. Jimmy's listening, but I did get pulled over for speeding in a station vehicle at my last stop. Uh-oh. Um, and did not get out of that one. That was a that was a tough explanation the next day. Uh, what was what was the explanation? Just I I, I was, was speeding. Yeah, I was you, speeding. They I got paid, me. I'll pay the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> they got me. <laughs> they got me. Uh huh. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. It's been a long time since I've had a speeding ticket. I can't remember the last one. I did get pulled over during the pandemic for going through a yellow light that oh. I should have. And it was the, uh, you either, it was like that weird yeah, you time that, period. Yeah. I either try to get through it or I don't. You but had I that didn't, space in between. Yeah, you go for I, it. But I didn't get a ticket. It was just a, mm, next time you should have stopped. Well, what you do is yeah. you just pull all the way in. So you have to turn, right? Like you get well, into I wasn't the, turning. Oh. I was just going through a oh, light. Oh, okay. And it's like, I could have slammed on the brakes and stopped, but also. That's unsafe too. It was just yellow. go. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we are bad drivers. John, you have a story ever? And then we'll get back to the phones. Uh, I have. I mean, the, so I th- this might actually be the last ticket that I got. It was I'm trying to remember who our coach was at the time. It was Monday Night Football. We had just lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I want to say maybe it was Spurrier. Um, so it's been about 20 years ish, 15. Anyway. He's doing the math. You can see the gears turning. Um, yeah. And and so after the game, right, we lose the game. We lost the d- division opponent, unhappy. And I lived out in the country. So we are, we, we have to drive through D.C., get to Northern Virginia. I'm in the middle of, literally the middle of nowhere. And there's a stop sign. I, st- I, I, I thought I stopped. Apparently, I rolled through the stop sign at 2.30 in the morning. And the cop, lights go on. He comes up to the window and says, um, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, honestly, I, I don't. He goes, you didn't come to a complete stop. I said, really? And I have a tremendous amount of, of respect for police officers, mm-hmm. what they do, especially at that time. Uh, but when he told me I you know, came, didn't come to a complete stop, and then, and then he made a snide comment about the Eagles. <laughs> and, and that's when I lost... All respect for this individual police officer. Do you remember what he said? Um, it was something about, yeah, you know, the Eagles didn't slow down either. Or you couldn't slow down the Eagles. Something like that. And so I I was instantly, I was, I was pissed. And so he comes back with the ticket. Now, granted, at that time, I was not a Michigan driver. I did have, I believe at that time, a Virginia driver's license. Anyway. He comes back, gives me the ticket, and says, sign here, I sign there. And I instantly crumbled up the ticket, threw it in the front windshield, and then I decided that I was going to leave because he said I was done before he did. And I kicked up a couple of rocks on the old cruiser. Look at you revel over here. So I show up at the court date. He does as well, obviously. 
And he gives his version of the story. I give my version of the story. The judge says, I don't care what the police officer says. And he was right. You know, you, you, this is not how you, you act. And I said, okay. So he basically, he gave me the traffic equivalent of anger management. So I had to go. To, to I was to supposed to go. I was supposed <laughs> to go to like, finger at you. I, yeah, I was supposed to go to like five or six classes. I showed up at the first one. The guy was a huge Redskins fan. He says, "What are you here for?" I said, "Yeah, we lost." I told him the whole story. He goes, "Hey, you know what? Let me give me your paper. I'll sign it. You're done." So I I I, I got off later, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was not happy at that moment. It was it was a bad timing. It was a bad actor, bad decisions on my part. One hundred percent agree. But I'm still, if, even if he walked in here today, I would still, I'd wag my finger at him. <laughs> let's get jerk. Let's get back to the people on this stuff. Bad drivers, are we them? Gene, will you admit it? You're on 97.1. Uh, yeah, so I've lived all over the country, driven all over the country for work. And the guy from Ohio's right, we're aggressive, not bad. Um, I would say that overall, uh, the, the South is the worst, um, especially if you're ever down in the I-40. So Memphis, I, I totally agree with that. It's awful. It's awful down there. Also, Canada, really bad. And when I say bad, I just mean slow because we're aggressive. That's all. Got places to be. Yeah. People to see. It's Things like to in do. the South. Yeah. I mean, they talk slow. They drive slow. There's, there's slow. no sense of urgency. That's right. Yep. Gene's got our back. All right. Gary and Howell. Gary, you're up. You're on 97.1. Yeah, hi. I, I also have lived all over the country, Denver, uh, L.A., San Francisco, and I will say Michigan drivers drive extremely fast. And if you're on the freeway and there's any traffic at all, it looks like Daytona with everybody drafting and the tailgating is uh, the worst I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, they're you're lucky to get uh, even one car length uh, behind you in, in a lot of cases, uh, especially on the freeway. Yeah. That's, my wife is from Southern California, and she lived in Texas when we met, and that's the one thing that she said about being up here is the tailgating. And and I said, well, if I'm not close enough, somebody's going to get in there. <laughs> Like one car length is enough. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I could stop somebody. I don't want to, you know, and then, and then she's like, well, somebody just turned their turn signal on and then you speed up a little bit so they can get in behind you. <laughs> Why not just let that person in? Because then it, it feels like they beat me. <laughs> you're, you're competing with the other drivers. Yes. This is incredible. That's what, that's the way it feels. Uh, Roger in a truck, you've been around. What are you seeing? I got to tell you, I tell my dispatchers, I don't even want to drive in Michigan. Put me in Ohio. Sorry, John, but when I'm driving, and I drive a fuel tanker, when I'm driving in Ohio, I mean, they just, I put my signal on, oh, go right ahead. You know, I think you heard that commercial where they say, oh, just go right ahead. Life Mm -hmm. is beautiful. No, not here in Michigan. I got to wait about three, four, five cars before I can get in. So, yeah, night and day. But I'm I'm a big Michigan fan. Love Michigan. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I prefer to be Ohio. I'm sorry. It's just uh, it's just night and day. This is how incredible the rivalry is. Like I just don't want it to get twisted. I, I'm not saying yes, you know yes. scarlet and gray or any of that stuff. It's just it's tough on these roads. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Are we bad drivers? Will people cop to it? If you're someone who drives a lot for work, we especially want to hear from you. Yeah, but aggressive does not mean bad. I, you know what we should do? We should hear from an Ohio driver. 
Oh, we got Chris Falar with the update. <laughs> who, well, happens, I have, I have who happens to be a Buckeye as well? Stick around after it, all right? 97.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.